You're walking down a dark corridor. It's ten feet wide. Your torches barely light the way. Suddenly, coming out of the door, is Jason Nash of Guys with Feelings. What do you do, Brody? I talk about Mad Men. All right. Talk about Mad Men. Can, can you roll some dice for me? I rolled an 18. 18. Out of, out of the doorway behind Jason Nash from Guys with Feelings come ten orcs. And they all want to talk about wedding planning. Uh, which is a favorite of many a man who listens to the podcast. All right. All Certainly right. me. Who, who, who doesn't love it? Is what I'm saying. That's right. And then I want to use my property tax spell. Okay, roll, uh, roll a d20. Four. Okay. Uh, you failed to get the spell off in time. So the orcs tie you down and talk to you over and over about uh, how uh, they hate going to the movie theater with their wife. So they carry you off into their into their lair. Roll a d10, a blue one there. Six. Six. So for six hours they talk to you about going to the movies with their wife. Pretty sure they talked to me about Dungeons and Dragons for six hours. Mm, it just seemed like six hours. Um, and then, uh, just when you think they're going to roast you over their smelly orcish campfire, roast me like Greg Giraldo roast. Roast you like the late the late Greg Giraldo. Um, then uh, the the specter of Greg Giraldo actually comes to your aid and unties you and talks to you a little bit about being on Last Comic Stand. Okay. You know, Jason Nash was on Last Comic Stand. And he's our guest on the Shaky Town Radio Hour. Uh, the Shaky Town Radio Hour is on the air. I'm Gene George. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. Uh, sitting down with us is, uh, is is one of our favorite podcasters, uh, uh, Jason Nash from Guys with Feelings. Um, what's up? What's up? Going, what's up, guys? What's up, Brody? What's so up, Gene? What's I wanna, happening? I want to launch right into this because I was waking up the other day, and I went like like that twilight sleep where you know you kind of have to get up, but you're not quite. And <laughs> there's vampire teenagers. And you're sparkly. Yeah. And there's werewolves and vampires. Yeah. Um, no, not that kind of twilight. Okay. It's more like a Harry Potter sleep. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a, it was a coming of age <laughs> story, or um, or as the Germans call it, Bildungsroman. <laughs> Bildungsroman. Um, uh, it's the third time I've got to say Bildungsroman in the show. Better you um, know. No, I was I was waking up, and it came to me like a flash of lightning, and a, a cartoon show with an anthropomorphic hamburger hmm. and an anthropomorphic. Baked Alaska, <laughs> called Patty in Alaska. Yeah, I see and the, they have adventures. I see the cartoon right here on this paper that I'm doodling, and there he is. He's a he is a hamburger, and the other one is a. I think no, I think the hamburger's a girl, and I think Alaska because I'm, so, I'm so sorry. She's a hamburger. Yeah. You guys, right? We're it's, it's the 21st century. Let's get past gender. Come on. Yeah. Well, but I think it's you got to have an identifiable character for sure. each, each. If you're going to be anthropomorphic, a- anthropomorphic. Yeah, th- this is this is this is what we were just. I was just. We were, I saw the Social Network last night, and this fits right in what I was what I was thinking about like all last night, which is ideas and execution, 
And I'm sure if anyone listens to this show, they're probably like creative people. But so here's a here's a, an idea, right? Patty in Alaska. Right. Sounds like sounds like okay, yeah, I could see that. That's a yo gabba gabba. That's... Yeah, that's that. I could see a, a hamburger and a baked Alaska. And then, but then it's like God to execute it and to go through all these things and to like twist your mind about it and beat yourself up over it. And then you're like, oh, but then there's talking characters already on cartoons. Isn't there a show about a bunch of French fries and a and a Coke? Oh yeah, yeah, Aquatine Hunger Force. And so then I don't know. I it's get I get so beaten down by ideas. I'm like. I have a lot of ideas, and then I, j- I just start to hate them after a while. And that's really what I was talking about. The social network was, you know, fucking say what you want about Mark Zuckerberg. He, he executed yeah. that but thing, and that's everything. But he was a dateless nerd, and that's what they do. I mean, they obsess, and they, they code stuff. As and, opposed to a nerd who just yeah, dates well, a lot. Yeah, they're, they're like music nerds. Dating. True, true. Yeah, I mean, like computer nerds. Yeah. Boo. No dating. <laughs> no dating. D&D nerds, boo. <laughs> Bad dating scene. Although when they do hook up, it's... Have you, ever done, D- have you ever done D&D? Yeah, I used to... Oh, well, I used to work at a game store. And, I used to work at a game and store. And when, when you play D&D, uh, you, all, you all sit on the table. How long is a D&D game? It depends. Um, well, you know what? This is the thing. is is I think what people don't realize about Dungeons & Dragons in general is it's the social aspect of it. Uh-huh. I mean, you really pretty much hang out with your buddies and BS. So... It's, you know it, what they, that they should market as D and D, the first social network. Totally. But explain it to me. Explain it to me because I really don't know. It's literally like a board game, like Monopoly. Well, no, right? No, it, or it, no. It, you're it looking at me fun. like I know something about this. Yeah, Brody, Brody knows. Brody knows. <laughs> I, I disavow any knowledge. You don't know anything about D and I'm looking at yeah. both of you. You don't know anything about D and D. Nothing. Okay, so you'll learn too. Yeah. So you tell uh, me. You know, it could be free form. I mean, it could be like an acting exercise, essentially. Right. Play, let's play right now. Okay, right, sure, sure. Let's play. Well, Go. I mean, um, I always want to know what D and D is. I mean, I know. So, uh, first thing you do is you pick a character. Okay. So, so, generally speaking, you you have a set of rules. You can be whatever you want. And, you know, you've seen Lord of the Rings. That's pretty much high fantasy. There's elves. There's dwarves. There's hobbits. There's humans. I can't just be a horse. There's wizards. You could be like a centaur, I guess, if that's permitted by the rules of the game. In this case, we're just doing this completely free form. So, whatever you want to be, you've seen. Clash of the Titans, you've seen Lord of the Rings. Pick something. Pick what you want to be. Uh, I'll be a uh, hobbit. Okay, so you're a hobbit. Okay. So you know what hobbits do. They're, they're little, they're I sneaky. <laughs> well, you know, you, so you've seen the movies. They're little, they're sneaky, they can hide. Which one's the hobbit? Is that uh, Elijah Wood? Yeah, Elijah Wood. Okay, and, uh, I'll be Elijah Wood. Yeah, so you're a hobbit. All right. So in, in most games, you know, you have statistics where you can measure. It gives you kind of an idea of the capabilities of the person. It's their resume, basically. So you know... You know, if you're a dwarf, you're probably strong and have, you know, good resistance to poison or if somebody breathes fire on you or something like that. Mm-hmm. If you're a hobbit, you're probably quick and nimble. What kind of car do I drive? Um, you probably wouldn't drive a car unless, although there's like high, there's like fantasy where, where it's a mixture of like modern stuff. So uh-huh. you, you might be able to drive a car in some campaigns. In this case, let's just keep it in the usual. You I'm have a little. Those new smart cars that are like. Yeah. Probably. Hobbit-sized. I would say, like, well, it depends. What kind of hobbit are you? Are you, like, you the, the homey folksy kind? Or are you, like, the the playboy urban hobbit? You know? I'm a playboy urban hobbit. Who doesn't Wayne have Hobbs. two kids and a wife? I would probably say you drive, like, a like a Miata or, like, maybe something more classic. Like Sounds a good. Or something. Borderline or s- metrosexual hobbit. Maybe. 
Well, Miata, if it's more modern, but I mean, like, something classic. Like, I have a friend named Rick who's, like, super gay, but doesn't say that he's gay, and I hang out with him all the time, and people are like, why are those guys, are those two hobbits gay? Because I know one of them is married and has kids. <laughs> the and they both wear V-neck, V-neck t-shirts all the time. <laughs> is that, so why? Is, is that an indicator? Now? Well, yeah, hobbit, I'm a hobbit, a metrosexual hobbit that wears V-neck t-shirts and works out at Crunch. Okay. See, you can do. That. I mean, that's the thing. Is I love it. Is is and and, and that's kind of the point mm-hmm. of that's kind of the point of role playing. Is it's gay? that's why there's a lot of that's why there's a lot of theater geeks. We who, gotta get that ring who back. Into, who are into? Um, I need it resized. Okay, so so say we establish this character sure. and say you're a centaur and I'm a hobbit and Brody's a dungeon master. Dungeon master. So well, then, how do you do? You win? Yeah. Do you win at D and D or do it's, you? It's, it's 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 really like it's. Oh, really so it's not like Monopoly. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, it's it's. it's Is there a version of D and D that's a board? They they they've put out like board games that are fantasy board games. Like there was one a long time ago called Dungeon that was awful. When, so when you quantify it as a board game, it's just not that fun. So so fucking. I don't understand. I don't understand this. It blows my mind. See, so you sit around and you're like... It's just an acting exercise. It's just an acting exercise. So then let it's me ask... But wait, an improv. Yeah. Wait, wait. So, so, so seriously, if I was playing it for real, yeah. would I be like, hey, I'm going to take your gold. You like, do people do voices and stuff? Or? Costumes? You can. You can. People do. I mean... Generally, I, I can't mean, believe I've gone through my whole life and really not know what D and D is. Like, yeah. I know I've heard of it, and I'm like, I guess right. it's a thing that people play. You can you can play it. I mean, it, it can be done in a you know in a much more. Hi. Do I have to be quiet? <laughs> yes, you do. That's my mom. Yeah, right, right now. I'm Jason. Jason, this is my mom, Joanne. She's deaf as a stump. Hi, Joanne. She can't hear you. She can't hear you. Yeah, she's deaf as a stump. Um, have a good day. Listen to guys with feelings. <laughs> okay, so seriously, that's yeah. D and D. You can, I mean, it can be, it can be, it can be very clinical too. It can be very like people. I I tend to not go over the awesome. top like that, but it, it can be very clinical. Like you know, you just it's just strictly dice rolls and what do you do? You're in a room. There's and, dice involved. Yeah, yeah. So then, what what do you do with the dice? That, that's how you kind of quantify your actions. Like you know the Weezer song, um, where he's like, "I've got twelve sided die." That's what that's right. a reference to. Right. I I don't know that Weezer song, but, but, but okay. that's how you quantify your actions. So let's just say, for the sake of argument, you have um, an eighteen strength, and you want to bust open a door. And the dungeon master might say, "Roll a d twenty, and if you get um, over a certain amount, add you know, add like let's say you need thirty a score of 30 to knock the door open. So roll a d20 and roll a add, d20. Add that score to your strength and if you get over 30, you bust the door down. Where's the door? In our in our minds. In our minds. Sometimes you can do you can have, you can have a, a, a map or miniatures or a little diorama. Do you know we've been talking about this for like 10 minutes and you've been explaining it to me and I can't grasp it at all. Really? I, I, I can't understand it. I would think... I cannot grasp it. Like I, I said, it's just like an improv exercise or a theatrical exercise where you, you have a character, you have that uh, kind of a, a list of that character's capabilities. And Brody, you are you yourself, following it? And you put yourself I, in that. Unfortunately. <laughs> and you put I, yourself in that situation. I have a, a role-playing past, which I've talked about on um, Jackie Cation's The Dark Forest. I'm not going to say another word about it. You can go down that, though. Was, was it what, a what, sexual what, thing? Was, Don't worry, his mom can't hear it. It was a pro-wrestling role-play game. <laughs> <laughs> where he created wrestlers. And you... No, you didn't. That's totally gay, dude. That's the worst thing ever. See, I think that's more interesting than made-up hobbits. At least it's well, but real. But they have to write promos. 
for your wrestler. But that's the whole thing. And I mean, they're all the same. They're all at the heart the same. It's right. Like you're, you have a character, you create a character, and you have this right. basically improvisational milieu where, you know, if you think of the game, Game Master as the director. He sets up the scenario. So he says... Does he put some work into it the night before? Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, he's or, like, oh, or, we're going to build I mean, a wall and... It, depending, on, depending on how much work... I mean, it can be to the point of, like, constructing entire languages, maps, and things like that. It could be just as off the cuff as, you guys are in a bar, and a bunch of trolls walk in, and they start beating up the bartender. <laughs> what do you do? You're a little hobbit, and you're... Let's play, let's play that. Let's play that right now. Yeah, go, dude. Okay, go. So you're a little, you're a little hobbit. Yeah. And what were you? You were, you were a dungeon master, I, which I you gonna... shows your absolute lack of knowledge about everything <laughs> And what happens? A guy Can comes be... in? Yeah, these two trolls. They're big, ugly, they're green, they're covered in warts. You're a cyclops. Am I the troll or the hobbit? No, you're the hobbit. I'm the hobbit. You're the hobbit. He's a cyclops. You're sitting oh, man. The fucking trolls are here, man. Yeah, they're God. big, they're green, they're oh, covered God, I fucking hate that guy so much. And they're like, we're going to shake you down for the protection money. You're the boss. Oh. And they start punching the bartender. I'd, I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, just don't don't look that way. Just He's punching the bartender. Let him punch the bartender. Let's hope they don't see us. And I'm the Cyclops, so I, I can't really see anyway. So <laughs> like, I, I don't know. That's my really bad depth <laughs> perception. Hey, hey, you trolls. Why don't you... Why don't you, you stay out of this, you little why shrimp? You, why don't you pick on somebody your own size? Yeah, why don't you stay out of it? Unless you want my foot up your ass. Why don't you bring it? All right, so, troll. so at this point, we probably have a fight. Lasers in your eyes! So if you, yeah, if you have Is magic, that how you do it? Well, that's like that's like weird live-action role-playing stuff. But but I just general, shot you with a laser, motherfucker. Right, you're so, down. So you would have a, you would have like a, you would have you know either the amount of damage that does, and then you compare it to how much how many hit points the trolls have. So then we would get into like rolling dice. And now we start rolling dice. So it's yeah, yeah. okay. Okay. So like you would roll like you roll the hit, or maybe if that just hits automatically. Oh, so you're like, I you're see. You're like a little hobbit wizard. So so let's just say that your attack. Hits automatically, and you know you you we'll just call the dice as red. You kill one of the trolls. Can I do that though? Can I just invent that I have lasers? No, no. Usually there's rules. Okay. I mean, this is very free form because we're not using any rules. But um, but I've 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 played and run in like completely free form games. So so yeah, you're a hobbit wizard. You you just define one of the characteristics of your character. I got so, lasers, motherfuckers. Right. So you can cast you can cast a laser spell or whatever. Assholes. So you kill one of the trolls. The other one sees that and says, "Motherfucker!" and bolts right out of. The you room. know, I get the second one. I take I take my finger where I shoot my lasers from, my uh-huh. index finger, right. and I go behind the back. You do like the last one. I go. It's, too, it's too, take, take everybody at home. Take your finger, index finger. <laughs> go behind the back. That's how I shoot. Like them. you're making I, a tricky pool shot. Yeah, like I'm exactly like I don't like I don't even care. I'm just like. <laughs> Well, you, because you took because troll you took the time to showboat, shot that troll meat. Because you right. took the time to showboat, <laughs> yeah, he gets away. You, what? you burn him. You burn him, but you don't kill him, and he runs off screaming down the street. Oh, see, that's this bullshit. is the thing. It's, this is this is the world. But see, this is my world, and that's part of the. That's the my thing. Is I showboat too much. I'm a showboating troll, uh-huh. and I'm I'm too into, you know. I just I just need to like. Pull it back. Pull it back. But I, I, I love the glory, you know. And but I, you, you know what you need? You need a really good nymph to sit you down and set you straight. Yeah. A nymph, like a woman? Like, like a, a fairy nymph. A fairy right. nymph. Yeah. She can, I had one, she man. She can even touch with your... Denise. Nymph. She left me. <laughs> yeah. You See, know? this is exactly... This is exactly what... For a troll, ironically. And that's kind of... Maybe maybe, maybe it's because Diane... Denise. Denise. The... the 
nymph left you for a troll. That's why you. That's have, exactly why. You harbor these bad feelings. I know, and trolls. that's the thing is like I'm a troll, and I mean I'm a hobbit, and yeah, I mean what can I do? The troll's bigger than me. So, Denise, so she wanted different things is, in her life. You meet you meet Diane, who's this great woman. Yeah, like, but here's the thing. Yeah, she's a troll. So now you're conflicted. You love her, oh, God. but you have this thing with her people. But I've hated trolls has, my whole life, and she has these brothers. And, and, you know, they're like, you the ain't going to date our sister. And the, the, lor- the Lordos. Is that their names? Yes. Yeah, I think so. The Lordos? Yes. Yeah. See, so this is it, dude. This is your, your this is, I mean, it's a little, it's a little more free form than, than normal, but, because we're not using any This rules. is awesome. But that's it. It's did just, you get, did you guys not have, like, movies you could go to and stuff? I went to movies, too. <laughs> you did? Yeah, yeah sure. Okay. sure. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, um, when's the last time you had a real good game of that? Oh, well, not for years. For years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, We used to get together, friends of mine used to get together fairly regularly, and, and but not for a while. Did but your, did your D&D just, come in handy when you took improv at UCB? It must have. You know what, though? I, I honestly very rarely did I do wacky voices or things like that. <laughs> you didn't? More mostly descriptive stuff. Yeah, but, but, uh, but you know, improv. Did you get high and do it ever? No. No, my buddies did. I, I've, I've as, as we learned in the last episode, I have... Lips that touch marijuana shall never touch mine. No. Wait, I've never done pot. Never smoked pot. Never smoked pot? Never done pot. Never done pot. That's good. Yeah. Never yeah, done pot. That's yeah. funny way to say it. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for that lesson in you're, Dungeons, you're absolutely, Dungeons uh, and thank, Dragons. Thanks for, thanks for joining us here on the Dungeons and Dragons Hour. I'm glad we learned that I'm a uh, metrosexual hobbit. Right. Who drives a Miata. It's showboat. You showboat too much, dude. Who <laughs> Joe puts too much? Well, I think you're shoots kind of, lasers you're, behind his back. You're kind of a racist. You're kind of trolls. a racist against trolls. Yeah, well, trolls. Suck. I mean, it's I mean, kind of hard not. To yeah, it's hard not to be asshole. Know. They're they, such they assholes. They move into the neighborhood. They smell funny. Well, <laughs> they live under bridges. They eat your Billy Goat's gruff. You know, uh, 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 a hobbit is just a uh, troll hater who hasn't been mugged yet, right? Isn't that what they say? <laughs> is that what it is? Is that it? I think so. Or is it like you have, if you, before 30, you have no heart. If you're a conservative well, before 30, you have no heart. If you're not a conservative after 30, you have no brain. That's what the conservatives say. Is that what it is? That's what they say. I, I, I remember, uh, I think it was James Lilacs, who said, buy a house and... Show, uh, and see your politics swerve sharply to the right. Because <laughs> once once someone's taxing your property, you immediately just go no. <laughs> yeah, I, I can I can attest to that. Oh, property taxes are insane. Yeah. I didn't even know they, I didn't even know California. they did that. And they're great in California. That's you mean they're less? They're yeah yeah we, way we have, less. We, oh, is that true? Yes, yeah. yes, I didn't know that. Yeah, Proposition Thirteen kept. Our, and now we delve into the even more interesting parts of the podcast. That's what people come for. Like, come for property the taxes and the dishwasher the in the background. No, no, come for the trolls. Stay for the property <laughs> discussion. Hey, you know what? I was on your website last night, and I was reading your thing. I said, read it in a Don Draper voice. Oh, the one I posted. Oh, yeah. That's, did you see that? And I, I so that. started reading it in a Don Draper voice, <laughs> and I thought it was so funny. I was cracking up, and I wanted to... That, I, Has anyone done that yet? No. I mean, I, I, I think I did while I was while I was writing it. Okay, this is uh, Don Draper reading the Shaky Town... Uh, uh, okay, manif- let's, let's, manifesto. Let's let's here, let's set it up a little bit. So Draper, I I don't understand how how can you make Shaky Town better for us? I can make it better because that's what I do. I like making podcasts interesting. It's my favorite thing to do in the world is to go on podcasts and make people listen to them. And if you don't like it, then you can go somewhere else 
and turn on the radio or maybe turn on Sirius Satellite or XM or, I don't know, turn on the television. But if you want to listen to podcasts, then you better listen to the Shaky Town Radio Hour. Now, I've written a manifesto. I wrote it last night in my apartment in Greenwich Village, and I was all alone after I swam. I swam a ton. I swam for 14 hours, and the water felt good on my face. It was awesome. And then I called Betts, and I said, fuck you, Betts. And I hung up. And then that blonde chick came over, and I fucked her. <laughs> fucked her with my dick. And it was awesome. So now I will read the manifesto that I wrote for the best podcast out there. Even better than Guys With Feelings. Even better than Never Not Funny. That's strong words, Draper. This is the best podcast. <clears throat> Are you ready? I'm going to talk now. And when I talk, it's going to sound like I want to kill you. Do you understand that? I do, I do. I know there's 11 million podcasts you can listen to, but ours is different. The Shaky Town Radio Hour is the stripper who really is working her way through college. We're the ousted cabinet minister of a fly-blown African Republic who actually will send you half of his fortune if you gave him your bank account number. We're the politician that keeps campaign promises, the cake that makes you lose weight. We are the panacea. Your life will be better if you give us an hour and mumble mumble of your time. Subscribe. Review. Enjoy. Excuse me. <laughs> wow. I... Thanks a lot. I really needed to get that off my chest. Oh, I... I... I'm going to go yell at my daughter now. I can't can't believe we... My innocent daughter. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, What's my daughter's name? What is, what is her name? Sally. Sally. Little Sally. God damn it, Sally. Why are you existing? <laughs> Stop existing. Why are you... Uh, why are Stop you a being... Constant, a constant reminder of my failed marriage. God damn it, I can't look at you. <laughs> uh, why are you standing there? Is it me, or is, is, has Don just gotten more and more awesome this season? Like, I love that show. Angry Don. Angry Don is awesome. He's what about sad Don? Slattery's good too. Slattery's oh. there's not enough of them. Though. Slattery, Slattery just comes in and because because I was trying to I was trying to think of a Slattery line to just come in and go. You guys still doing this? <laughs> <laughs> you, still talking about, you still talking about podcasting here? Hey, what do you think this is? Um, <sighs> yeah, walking around doing John Draper is so much fun. But you know that's that's what he's doing too. He yeah. he found that character and it's it's genius. Yeah, it's really good. I saw the town with him. Yeah, and uh, he was good in that too. He's, he's, you know, he brings a, it on in the end. There's a lot of really good, subtle acting going on these days. Yeah. I'm, I'm terribly, terribly impressed. I was watching Fringe last night. And, uh-huh. Um, I never watched the, that. The, it's, it's decent. The guy that plays Broyles, there's a scene where... There's a goes, character named Broyles? Yeah, yeah. That's a great name. Um, he, Broyles. He goes through this, like, he goes through this, like, facial... No line, just, like, this facial expression, and it's, like, the perfect mix of, like... Resignation and disgust. You're like the second person in the last 48 hours to recommend Fringe to me. Did you just watch it? It's good. That's Josh Jackson from Dawson's Creek. Is that uh, what that is? Pacey. Oh, Pacey. Yeah. yeah the, is he yeah. good? Yeah, he, yeah, 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 yeah. He was good on Dawson's He's Creek. From, I mean, it's he. He has he, his characters started out as kind of lightweight, and I don't know. His, isn't he the lead? 
he is the lead, but it started out as like he's a man of the past, and oh right, um, it was sort of a lightweight way of looking at it, I think. But um, and what do they do on there? Chase ghosts? I heard it's like it's like, like it's like it's like, like X Files, but you know it's not going to be shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's like X Files, but 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 they planned it out. I think, as opposed to... Do you guys watch Desperate Housewives? I'm not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I, some people like it. My wife is really into... I didn't into... film it not too far from here. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't At know the ABC... Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. a lot. Yeah. Do you guys watch America's Next Best Dance Crew? Uh, no, but my wife started hooked me on Project Runway, and I actually really like it. Um, and the cock. <laughs> What's the cock? Because uh, I'm gay. That was the that was the joke. <laughs> if I like Project Runway. No, I I, I watch. Um, we, we were watching. So you think you can dance at American Idol and that stuff? Because my wife is very much into the lightweight, you know, entertainment kind of shit. Sure. But dude, I cannot watch. Like the American Idol, you know, the dance shows in any of the stuff like the first three weeks where they're just like rejecting the retarded. Yeah. Cannot watch it. Yeah. Cannot watch it. It's the worst. I mean, we might as well just televise like like old style. That's shows. a funny thing because the people are retar- some of them are borderline retarded. They're they're very much yeah. you know, mentally ill. Definitely they really are emotional. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's problems, and and it's just like. I'll be curious if they kind of stop doing that with the the new American. Or I don't know. Is that even back on the air yet? Steven Tyler and Mean Without Simon. Uh, yeah, right, they're right. still going to do that. They have to do that. It's money. Yeah. Oh, it's money in the bank. It's money yeah. in the bank. Um, and there'll be that's the thing. There's people who go knowing. You think those people know that that's what they're going to get? Well, that's the thing is you never know. And I and I think I think yes. Obviously, there are some people who are playing a character. But but you know the ones that aren't. Yeah. You know the ones that aren't. You can see it in their <laughs> eyes, man. And it's like, you know there's got to be guys with trank guns out there just <laughs> waiting for somebody to come. You know, <clears throat> I have machetes! And just, like, leap over and, no, dog, that was a little pitchy, but don't kill me. <laughs> right. You know. Like, <laughs> Speaking of reality, I know you watch Biggest Loser because I saw your tweet about Jillian Michaels. You know what? I don't watch Jillian, but what did I say about Jillian Michaels? I don't remember. You said that you want to yell at her to stop her addiction to playing God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she does. That's all she does. Well, it is. But it is a show about, like, forcing people right. to change And that might even mean more about, I don't know if you remember, because besides Biggest Loser, she had that show, Losing It, with Jillian. Right, where she helps deflower virgins. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I might watch that show, even though I'm pretty sure she's a dude. You have to have that personality to be on a reality show. It's very funny. It's, you have to have that, like, I'm this way, mm-hmm. and I'm nowhere else. I only go one way. Right, right. I want people to lose weight. Okay, we get it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's a paycheck big enough for that for me. Yes, there is. I okay. I, 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 it's not even that. It's not even that. It's not. I realized. Yeah, there probably is. It's not even yeah. that. It's like you can't. You wouldn't be able to do it. Like right. you wouldn't be able to do it. You you wouldn't be bring yourself to like. Right. Like I did last comic and and even that which oh, is yeah, yeah, yeah. even even that which is based on a skill. I was like, right. okay, that's cool. Like I'm gonna go on and do my thing. Even that when they're talking to you. You know, my my joke with that is they ask you a question, and then there's a woman just off to the side, just going, uh-huh, 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 yeah, right, right. yeah, oh, oh, uh-huh, uh, yeah, 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 uh, uh, just making all these gestures, and you're right, like, right. yeah, how did it go? I'm like, I don't know, why why is she having an epileptic fit? Now this is really. I'll tell you how it went. We had Ron Babcock on, who was also on. 
Well, let me tell That's you because. Well, I was there with Ron. Yeah, we were at the improv like for like twelve hours one night. Right. And I want to get back into that experience. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I just want to say this is the first time I've had the experience to talk to somebody in my day job. Yeah. I'm the guy who looks at the footage of you. Saying that stuff. Do you work at Last Comic? No, no, no. On other shows. Right. Um, but sure, sure. You're an editor. T- uh, no. Oh God. You're. I, a, I, I, I always I, call I wish I was editor. making editor money. No, I'm. I'm a mere transcriber. Okay. And I type out the things you say in that interview. Yeah. And then I oh. give that to the editors. Oh my God. And they're How the do ones you do that? who. How do you do that? It's 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 not as bad as it would seem. How many hours do you work at a time? Eight. Ten-hour days. Oh, yeah. Um, and <laughs> just listening to people, though. Just listening to people, talking heads. I bet you type really well. I do. See, that's the thing. I've been doing it long enough now that I'm really good at it. Right. But there's only so far you can advance with that skill set. <laughs> it's kind of like it's not like they're going to be like you're the best transcriber in the industry. And the Transcribe Award for best transcription. <laughs> They're, they're, I'm not getting a big salary hike. I'm, I'm not, yeah. It's, <laughs> Recognition within within the industry by your peers. It's this one of those things where, like, it's like I keep getting dragged back into doing because <laughs> there's no other jobs. Yeah, it's funny that that's how everything is now. It's like, yeah, we found it easier just to have people uh, have diarrhea of the mouth, and we'll just tape them, and then we'll go back yeah, and like, figure out, we'll cut something yeah. out of that, rather than give them something to say. Yeah. It's so weird that yeah. that's how it is. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, is it, it all seemed and, – and, and this season of Last Comic Standing was the best season yeah, ever. It was a brilliant season. Was it? Yeah, compared to, compared to when welcome. they were on the – You're welcome. All, yeah, no, I, I think no small part because of your participation. <laughs> well, hey, I'm um, glad I could help you out for the two episodes I was in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, the, I mean, all things considered, I think, I think even though it's an obvious setup and an obvious put on – the the what's sad to me is that Greg Geraldo yeah. was there and that was like I mean say whatever you want about the show like that's a oh. that's a network show and he was in that seat and and same for Andy and Natasha oh, yeah. I, I was happy for them too but for him to die it's like oh fuck yeah, totally he was sorry. there what did you hear my theory you know what my, no I didn't hear my, my well I, we we talked about it on the show exposing ourselves to risk ourselves. He, Geraldo was the only one that didn't do the little, right. the little uh, Despicable Me promo, and Kindler and, and Natasha did, you know the oh, know. Despicable Me when the little oh, I don't know what you're talking. There's a little about. dude, the little dude in the suit yeah, from Despicable I Me remember. came up, and they did this little product placement thing, and Geraldo basically said at the end of it, "Very good, you two are a couple of whores. and awesome, funny line, but I think, I think the studios had him killed, man. Oh God. <laughs> that's my that's my conspiracy theory. They had him, they had him killed with years of drug addiction. Yeah, they, it was that... subtle, dude. The way they get you. Jesus yeah. Christ! Of course they're going to do it that way and make it look. I don't know. Eh? No, I have no. That's not true. I, I didn't. Like, I'm a crazy I didn't conspiracy. See, I didn't see that. I, I, because you know, you know, I didn't see it because I didn't watch the show. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I know, I know what you're talking about because yeah. at the time there were these little carts. There was a lot of promo for Despicable yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, and so they were doing a product placement thing. But but Andy did it, and Natasha did it, and Greg wouldn't, and it was clear. Yeah. Oh no, funny. he he literally said, you, "Do you feel proud of yourself?" I can't remember verbatim, but it was like, "Do you feel proud of yourself? You're a couple of horse." <laughs> uh. Um, it's just you know whatever. But did you watch the episodes you were on? See how it like they, how they you? cut it up. Did I watch? Yeah. 
And were you horrified, or were you like, no, that's me? No, I'll tell you, I, I actually was really glad at how they made me look, because I there's footage of me that is so embarrassing. <laughs> like, awful, emotional footage that, that, like, after they got it, I was like, oh, God, why did I let them see that? Like, me in my hotel room, like, flipping out. <laughs> Like crying, like the beginning of apocalypse. Day. Yeah, like, like <laughs> awful, awful footage. Like, I almost because I was like, "Oh, am I going to go back next year and try to get on again?" And I'm like, I almost don't want to because they, they have that footage, yeah. and they could totally do whatever last they want. Year on last comic standing, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jason's Jason's been emotionally unstable for many, many years. <laughs> 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 But yeah, so I mean, I was I was happy with it. I have I have no complaints. You know what you're getting into there, and yeah, I, I think my only complaint with the show is um, uh, the fact that it looks it looks like they have a line of people that they pick comics out of. That's my only real complaint. Which, yeah, like you guys didn't stand in line for 20 hours. Oh. You know, it's like but didn't didn't a couple of them stand in line and I, get in? Like, I think they always pick a couple folks out of the line, but that's not how you get into the show. You know, I guarantee you someone standing online is not going to win that show. Yeah, I know how I got in. My manager got me in. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no, we know. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like a huge floop floop secret that yeah. is you know, not a secret. But but that's the only problem I have with the show is, is they make it look like a, a contest when it's just, you know, it's a showcase and then you keep moving on. <laughs> you know, you get a showcase and you keep moving they on. They hired me yeah. as a stand-up. Right. Yeah, to do a showcase. Right. <laughs> and then that's, it just keeps going. And, you know, whatever. Yeah, however, if it's America voting or the judges voting or whatever it is, mm-hmm. this keeps moving. But This season, I, I, but I have to say, I didn't watch the show much either. I watched, like, the first couple episodes and I was kind of done. Yeah, you got a child. It wasn't even that. It's just like, it's like I watched it. I guess I watched it thinking I might be outraged and then I wasn't outraged and it was just okay. It was like, oh, all right, these are people, a lot of people I know and a lot of people I like and good to see them getting work. And- the guy that came in second should have won. He was the best was, one. Um, I'm trying to remember who. The guy that won was the dude that looked like Hurley from Lost, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's With right. The I think Tommy Jonigan was the. He's the guy that should have won, but he didn't win. Yeah, it was down Yeah, I was kind of out after most of the hey. people that I knew were gone. <laughs> Which hey. means I was out after like the first three episodes. <laughs> hey, we're going to talk about my awesome web series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Um, Let's do that. It is. It, I mean, I. I, you I, gotta, I have. I have kids that I've got to go yeah, raise. What, what, what time do uh, and, and fuck up and. What time do you got to be out of here? I don't know. A couple hours. <laughs> we talking about your web series. You sent us a bunch of clips, which I have not been able to watch. I watched what? The I've, I, I've watched some clips. Did you? Oh, good. I watched. Um, yeah, it's so. I was writing. Also, this is uh, called. Um, Jason Nash is married. That's right. And it's uh, you and Busy Phillips, the lovely Busy Phillips of Freaks and Geeks and Cougar Town fame. That's and right. Of, uh, and of Dawson's but Creek. Mostly, but mostly more of Freaks and Geeks fame. Ah. Notoriety has Cougar Town. I haven't watched Cougar Town at all, so okay. I can't. I'm, ba- I'm bad-mouthing it for no good there's, reason. <laughs> there's, big, uh, there's big scandal over Cougar Town with uh, Courtney Cox and David Arquette splitting up. I don't Are know they if on you guys heard. together? No, but she is, and he's oh, a producer. Right. Oh, is he a producer? It's going to yeah. be a Desi Lou thing. Do you ever think about splitting up with your wife? This one, no. No. <laughs> did you have another up, wife? The one that I split up with, uh, she did the thinking about it. How long were you married for? Uh, we were married. We were married for five years. When was it? Five, five years. years. Five years. We were together for like twelve. So, you no kids. 
No kids. And why'd she end it? Uh, communications difficulties. Let's just say she, she uh, will nutshell it. Um, uh, she comes from a family where they hold her feelings inside, and I come from a family where we do not. And that kind of she mm. got to the place where she felt like she could never say anything, and her problems built up to the point where she left. So, oh my god, the nutshell and the least funniest part of the show. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, and and uh, do you still talk to her? Yeah, yeah, every now and again. Does she get remarried? Uh, she's in a long term relationship with a guy who has a kid with. Hmm. You think he's uh he's someone who holds his feelings in too? Uh, no, not at all. No. no. Um. Well, you know what? And we got to a place where we got to a place where we were going to reconcile, and that made me really look at my life and what I wanted out of a relationship. And she's a wonderful person, and I love her to death. Not not in a funny way, like I want to kill her, but um, I really do care for her a lot. Sure. Um. But it's just not. She has a better life now, and I have a much better life now. So. Um, you know, it was just one of those things where it was a mature thing. To Did you have a big wedding? No, no, not a big wedding. Does that, it's always odd to me when people, cause I have never been divorced, but it's always odd to me when people have this big wedding and then they get divorced. It's like, yeah, I, my feeling, I actually, uh, my, my wife, uh, Tish and I had about the same, um, size wedding as, as, uh, my ex-wife, yeah. um, I, I think, you know, to me, weddings are the most ridiculous things in the world. They're so ridiculous. It's, it really is. Uh, I had the hugest wedding. Did you? How, how big? How many people? Oh, it was like 4,000 people. No, it was like uh, 250 people. So you got married people. with the Reverend Sun, Mon- Sun Young Moon in a stadium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 20,000 of your closest. You know the Rose friends. Bowl? Yeah, right, yeah. totally. Uh, no, it was like 200, 250 yeah, that's, people. that's kind of crazy. Oh. Maybe. Yeah, it's, it's the biggest waste of money. See, I don't I've, know. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. My father-in-law was like, okay, you can have the money or you can have an awesome wedding. And I was like, please, please take the money. Yeah, please, yeah, yeah. You're like, you're like at a game show. Take <laughs> <laughs> it, take it, take it. Take it. Like, oh, this is everything I've ever wanted, though. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, just then, just hand me the money and I'll fucking burn it in the fireplace. <laughs> right, right. I'll just do yeah, we'll that. Great. Take my roller quarters and throw them one by one into the city. Yeah. Um, See, my wife, which... Uh, Future Shaky Town guests, so she yeah, will will save some of that conversation for when she's on. <laughs> but when is she coming? When is she coming on? She's actually next week. Is she, com- is she a comedian too? No, no, she's a, a writer, blogger, musician, musician. Yeah, um, she uh, will save. So we'll save some of this for next week. But because it's gold, Brody. It is gold. gold. <laughs> she uh, is a. Wedding or was a wedding blogger. I mean, our wedding's been over now for a little while. Okay, a blogger. Yes, a wall logger. And so I am very familiar with that world. And like a lot of friends of hers and a lot of people I know now, like, you know, I, I know a lot about what it takes to do a wedding in Los Angeles. Did you get married here? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's it's more expensive, mm-hmm. but you have a lot more options. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we had a very specific, like we're vegans. So it was a vegan wedding. Uh-huh. Like there was. That's and, fun. And we wanted, you know, and we like good music, and we're both musicians, so, like, we got a very specific DJ. Uh-huh. So, there was a lot. And then she also... And you're Morrissey's well, kind of. So I like... I so like, you hung him afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I like vegan food. I don't... I eat it, like, once a week, twice a week. What 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 did you have for food? Uh, it was... I mean, it, it, the caterer did, like, all this... Uh, I'm trying to remember everything. I mean, it, was, I mean, it was. It wasn't like the fake meats kind of vegan food. This was more like just actual real lentils, right? That just happened, you know, not to have meat or dairy. So Where'd you like, do the wedding? Did it at a place called the Marvamon. 
uh, which is a it was an Italian car dealership in the 40s it was <laughs> abandoned it's this beautiful building <laughs> and uh <laughs> hey well, that's some for you they sold italian cars it was yeah. run by italians <laughs> i'm not sure <laughs> maybe both it's a perfect yeah. place for your wedding what you gonna have it anywhere else huh? <laughs> and these, it's like it goes to the toilet in your mouth get a deal on enough of a real these um people came in and uh Oh, and she, um, these people came in and restored the place. Yeah, and made it like a, a more of a like a more green like. Are you talking about Marmont or are you talking about Smog Shop? Marmont, and yes, and Smog Shop's their sister place. Yes, they're both awesome. Yeah, that's we, my wife Tish. Tish. Where is it? Tish, get to a microphone. That's downtown. Yeah, Tish. Marmont's downtown. That's where we got married. Yeah, and, then, and I, I just found that place recently. Talk and I thought, into a microphone. <laughs> This Talking is why I, I podcast in the yeah. basement yeah. where Talking my wife microphone. is upstairs. Talking to a microphone. <laughs> the, we, we considered the smog shop, but Marble Mile is just closed. Come sit over here. What, had, had smog shop been... Yeah, yeah. I thought, they were, I thought the whole deal with smog shop was that they were way more green. They are, but they're also very far. They're like Culver City or whatever. Yeah. And we're east siders, so, you know, and... Um, and like all her family was, were staying like in hotels in Glendale and stuff. So, so are you in a parking lot? What is it? Mar- you said it's an old oh, yeah, Italian yeah. So car shop. It was. And, and then in the building, they came in, restored it just like they did with smog shop eventually after that. They actually, they just restored it and made it nice. And they had a, they hosted a wedding there like for friends. Mm. And then somebody was like, oh, you should do this like as a full-time thing. And well, actually I read an article about that couple recently and they said that, um, they had signed up to have their, their because they live there. Yeah, like, that's where they that was their house, and they yeah. signed up to have their house and films and things like that. And then right. they hosted the one event, and then now it's basically a place that you rent to host events. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because it's yeah. not my understanding that you can get in otherwise. Right. And that's the funny thing because I ended up working on a season Top Chef where they ended up going back. They went to that building and uh-huh. filmed the thing. I was like, oh, that's where I'm getting married. It's just this very like urban and you know. Exposed brick walls type yeah. place. Big open warehouse. So wait, you're saying black people like exposed exposed brick walls? Black people? Yeah, urban. Isn't that a code for black people? <laughs> it was this morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds ominous. <laughs> what happened this morning? I guess we talked about the black people. We were, oh, we were listening to a radio station that was very... Um, urban. As Jean called it, urban. Uh-huh. And I said, no, it's like, it's funk. And I'm like, you mean colored colored people? <laughs> Thanks. You. Looks like we, we have some like editing races. to do yeah. on the what? podcast, guys. Let's stop, uh, let's stop recording because yeah, Brody can go back and take that out. <laughs> wow. What is it about this? The, like the last like three shows have just gotten terribly racist at points. Okay. Terribly. That conversation just got worse and worse. Like, like urban, colored, Negroes. Wait a minute. It was it was fun. They were playing like you know cool the gang songs and stuff. So then I said, "We'll turn the darky station on." <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maybe they could do some shucking and jiving for us. No wait. Um, back to the. I want to ask about the place that you got married. Yes. <laughs> let's go <laughs> back to that. <laughs> what did you pay out of curiosity to get oh, married? Oh God, dare you ask that question? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm sure my wife has it on the website that the, the she blogged on. Her blog? Because I'm pretty sure she put our budget up on there as part of... We paid enough for six thing. short films. Uh, <laughs> well, we so went to I Vegas and we paid it. $500, so... 
That's how you did it? Yeah, Vegas and $500. Well, you're you're a low-maintenance gal. That's good. Not necessarily. (laughs) (laughs) I am very much of, uh, if we're getting married, we're not spending a lot of money on this. Right. Because, yeah, we had 18 people there. Yeah. It was like, that's nice. It was just that's a good number, actually, though. You got you got 18 people to go to Vegas? Yes. Yeah, it's a friends and family. I mean, it was, it's it was good. Amazing. And it's plus, great. since I grew up in Vegas, it, it's like, that's the thing is, like, oh, you had a quickie Vegas wedding? I'm like, yeah, it's, it's I consider it one of my hometowns. Oh, you grew up in Vegas? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, nice. So. I can't I, get I, anyone to go to Vegas with I me. did not grow up in Vegas. I grew up in Texas. I people love Vegas. came from Texas. Yeah, but Texas is so horrifying. It is Vegas horrifying. Is like, oh, we'll go to Vegas. It's like Branson, but far Some people would say Vegas is horrifying. Vegas, Vegas is horrible, but Texas is horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> write that That's down. a subtle That's distinction. You should uh, write that down on your podcast. I'm writing it right down. <laughs> put, that in your, put that in your uh, awesome things you've thought of in your life. Fine, awesome. And now you can kill yourself. <laughs> horrible. Uh, have Don Draper say that. Yeah. Vegas horrifying. is horrible. Horrible, <laughs> but not horrible. Uh, bits. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, you know who I feel sorry for on that show, uh, 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 Betty's new wife, uh, Betty's new husband. Oh, I can't stand that guy. <laughs> but I feel sorry for him. Uh, yeah, he's he, you just he's know, such a tool. You just know he's gonna he's gonna hit get hit in the face with a bat. He, but he is point. actually between himself and Betty and Don, actually pretty reasonable. Oh yeah, he's the, he's the only rational dude in that triangle. Yeah. Oh, he's such a dink. <laughs> but he is a dink. But he's a political app- apparatchik. That's the problem. You know, he's a political operative, and that means he's an automatically... Don't you think the mob is going to come into play with, uh, because her father's in the mob? Oh, Oh, his his new girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, he knows some guys. So you know that's going to be the season ender. I can't remember, did did Draper actually do the finger against the nose thing? I think she did. Oh, she, I know somebody. Yeah, yeah, somebody, somebody, yeah, that was good. Hey, he's one of those guys, yeah, with the finger in the nose. Well, the whole thing, I mean, he worked in, he works in vending, Right in the sixties. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's like garbage men and meat packing and things like that. Yeah. That's just totally mobbed. It's funny. My grandfather worked in vending in the sixties, and anytime I ask about it, people get really quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we were vending machines. Nothing to talk about. <laughs> my father you put the candy in the machines. You put the cigarettes in the machines. Nothing to talk. My about. My father's the opposite. He's always trying to tell me that he had like a run-in with Whitey Bulger. Yeah. But, oh yeah. But it's always like, yeah. I, Come on, you fucking walked into a bar and maybe he was there. <laughs> and my father's always trying to sell it like he was like... My mom. For the, for the uninitiated, Whitey Bulger. Laying hits for people. Winter Hill Gang, Boston. I just read a great book on that. Oh, uh, was it... Um, Brutal? Okay, I don't know. I've, I've, I have like a bunch. Like I have Patty Whacked, which I haven't read yet. Patty Whacked! Did you know that... There's a couple there. of books about Bulger. Did though. you know that they tested... Uh, <laughs> he was in... Uh, what's the big prison that was on the coast... Uh, um, yeah, he was in Alcatraz, and they uh, tested acid on him. Oh, oh wow. LSD? Yeah, when he was in, t- in the fifties. Yeah, they put his head in acid. <laughs> um, and then something else. So obviously, I think that's pretty. Are you out now? Now that this is no longer wedding talk. Talking right? about guy stuff. Thank you, Tish, for Prison. guesting for guesting on our our show. Fucking weddings! I don't know what kind of show this Dude. fucking turned into. <laughs> They, they tested LSD on him, so obviously that made him... They killed so many people. They killed, like, hundreds yeah. of hundreds. They just killed people and fucking chopped them up in the basement. Saturday afternoon. And the other thing I was going to tell you is that... Not an Alcatraz, the mob, you mean? No, I mean, yeah, yeah, the whitey <laughs> bulger. And the other thing I was going to tell you about is um, they lived the cleanest life. They never drank. They never smoked. They worked out. 
A lot of those guys did. Which I thought was so interesting. A lot of those guys did. A lot of those guys. Uh, have you been watching Boardwalk Empire? Yes. Because, like, uh, what's his face? Uh, the brain. Um, oh, Bobby the Brain Heenan? No, not Bobby the Brain. <laughs> back to wrestling with you. It's always <laughs> back to wrestling with you. Um, what's Bobby, his name? I want to know what your character was in Dungeons and Dragons. Please tell me. Did you already talk about this wrestling on another episode? Uh, oh, George Forrest, he talked about. No, no, yeah. uh, please tell me what your character was. Yeah. We'll talk about that wrestling off mic. No, not now. Why? Uh, there are a couple of things we don't talk about from Brody's life on mic. <laughs> what? what? I don't like no, to talk no. about politics. He doesn't like to talk about wrestling role playing. <laughs> exactly. It sounds so dirty. <laughs> it's just embarrassing. Did you talk like this? Did no. you be like, hey, what's up? My name is Brody the Crusher. No, this was all online. This Were was you a face like, or a heel? You posted stuff on a message board. It was all fun. I mean, it was like it was do- really dorky fun, hence me being on the Dork Forest with Jackie Cation. But. Oh. You, so, you haven't answered my question. Were you a face or a heel? Oh, I went back and forth. Okay. That's, you got to do it for the drama, you know? That's true. What did you ask? Face or a heel, are you a DJ Good guys are faces, bad guys are heels. Were we style. talking about Whitey Bulger? We were. And about Boardwalk Empire? Were we talking about... Were we, uh, no, let me just hear. So, uh, what's what's his name? The oh, I, I can only think of his the fake version of him in Great Gatsby, Meyer Wolfheim. Um... So you're not talking about the Nucky Johnson character? No, not Nucky Johnson. The Thompson, guy from New York, Thompson. which is Johnson. But oh, Al Capone in Chicago. And no, then, what's um, his name in New York? Lucky Luciano. No, not Lucky Luciano. Al the Capone, Lucky Luciano, Gotti. No, no, Gotti. No, no, no. The, the, Polly Walnuts. Polly Walnuts. That's the guy. <laughs> uh, no, what's his name? Um, anyway, my, my but my mom. Ken Olin lived in Vegas. Um, during the heyday of that stuff, you know, like went to dinner and guys like Meyer Lansky were there, real guys like that. You know? Right. It's like she said that he was the most dangerous person that she she like you could just tell that he was just a guy that has made decisions where people died, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And it not being being in a room with him was no fun. So that nice lady that Jason waved to uh, earlier yes. was in the room with Meyer Lansky. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Maybe my mom, <laughs> my mom has great. What was your stories. mom doing in Vegas? Was she working, working at the club? Uh, she, I think she was, was in working or? at. Med- she she was a medical transcriber, so she worked at. Oh, some just like Brody. Yeah, when it was like forty beds or whatever. So medical transcriber. Maybe, maybe maybe that whole death thing is just an excuse. I didn't hear nothing. I didn't hear nothing. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, anyway, <laughs> were we talking about Busy Phillips and your new website? Oh, yeah, November 2nd on Adam. Thanks for asking about it. November 2nd on Adam.com. Jason Nash is married. Please. It looks really Please fun. click it looks, on it. It looks good. I need it. Yeah, a lot of good, good people on it. The great thing about this web series is that um, I lost $6,000 on it. And my last web series, I only lost $2,000. So you're doing better. So I'm, getting, I'm moving up there. You're moving up in the world. <laughs> Um, no, it's fun and it's a good series and it's all about marriage and it's kind of like it's about a guy who looks a lot like me and has a life a lot like me and is also named Jason Nash and um, it's it's you know it's like it's just it's just about being like a you know a shithead <laughs> in a marriage and like you know asking your wife for a hand job when she has bronchitis like that's sort of what the show is about and. You know, it's yeah. f- I'm proud of it. It looks really good. It looks yeah, really, really good. Yeah, it'll be good. fun. Um, yeah, and, and I mean, I, hopefully it'll lead to... I mean, like, Children's Hospital did really well and is now a show on a TV channel that is cable. Like, Children's is great. That is a cartoon network. On the adult film. It's and funny you, to have someone play your wife, like... Yeah. Because then you're like, 
like, okay, like you, like I was like, all right, I got to get somebody really good to play my wife. I'm like, who can I get? Like Julia Roberts? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't think Julia Roberts would make really Halle seriously. That'd be, that'd be kind of awful. I, I actually had one idea, and it was yeah. it was busy, and I didn't know her. And I was like, "All right." So I like went and I like went to my my more successful friends, <laughs> and I was like, "You fucking get me to Busy Phillips." You know, people never want to help you. And so then, <laughs> so then I emailed her, and I was like, "Look, I have this thing, and it's so stupid." And she said yes. So she didn't even know me. So well, then, she's been in garbage like Freaks and Geeks, so really. Right. What kind of filter no, why would she, she possibly yeah, have? Yeah, why would she do... Wait, well, why would she do my... She's also been in Dawson's Creek, so come on. Take it easy. <laughs> well, no. I, was, I wasn't going for the low end. No, no. She's, she's amazing. And she really, is, she really is amazing, and she really knows how to act or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and so... But the thing is, like, there's another side of that, which is, like, you're like, oh, my God, she's so fucking hot. You're like, oh, my God... You're like, this girl is so beautiful and, like, you know, she's just one of those girls that, like, you're like, oh, my God. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I agreed? Yeah. 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 She's a good-looking woman. So then, like, well, this is, I think, really great. This is a good story for, like, men and whatever and for young guys out there who, like, think about sex all the time. Like, <laughs> So, like, you know, but then you get there and you're, like, working with her and, like, she's on the phone with her husband and you're, like... Oh, she's 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 just like my wife. Like she's yep. she's just just as fucking like you know she's got as many demands many demands as my wife does. You know she has as many things that she needs done, and and she also has like a similar personality to my wife, which is so great for the show. Which is like yeah, I will fucking put your balls in a in a fucking vice if I have to, <laughs> which is great. And then but then you're like you're like oh okay, like I get it. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be heaven. You know what I mean? Well, who was it that said that for every beautiful? She woman, has her faults. I can't remember the Bill Maher. I can't believe Bill I just trashed her no, after she was so nice. It wasn't to doing Bill Maher. That. I was going to say how many of these do you have in the can? So if you have to kill her off accidentally because she's not never going to do your show, again. kill the wife off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she um, she uh, knows I love her. No, she's there's, amazing. There's that quote that's uh, uh, for every beautiful woman. There's a guy that's sick of looking at her. Yeah. Right. Bill Maher did not say that. I'm pretty sure Bill Maher did. For every beautiful prostitute, there's a guy. No, he said uh, you don't pay him, pay prostitutes to have sex with them. You pay them to leave afterwards. I love Bill Maher, <laughs> by the way. I have to say that. I dig Bill Maher too. Uh, He's amazing. Did, didn't didn't I didn't I call him a douchebag? <laughs> Bill Maher. I called. I think I called a lot of guys a douchebag. Yeah. Bill Maher's pretty amazing. I mean, he just. I don't know. Oh no, he's a smug bastard. That's, That's what, what you yeah, yeah, said. Yeah. A smug dick. I think. A smug exact dick. He's a smug but he's, the tape. he's a smug dick. But but no, that's not. not he's smug not on his views, but I don't find him a smug person. I think right. mostly I think. mostly it was in it was with religious. I don't know what that, that means? The, what I just said. The, was that the? It doesn't uh, mean anything. It's horrifying, but not horrible. <laughs> so yeah, Busy's awesome, and um, and Paul Rust is in it, and yeah. Andy Daly, and Joe Eddie Pepitone, and Latrulio. And, uh, yeah, that's it. And then if you want to come to the premiere, if you guys want to come, it's on November 1st, and I will send that's, you an invite. That's the, this one, uh, Shaky Town? That's my show. birthday. It's his birthday. Oh, well, then that's the only way to spend your birthday. <laughs> where are you going to have Totally. Comedy Central Stage, November 1st. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you guys want to go, it's, if you want reservations, I'll, I'll obviously put you on the list. Oh. But for your listeners, 323-960-5519, you can get a, a And that number again, 323, what is it? 960 <laughs> 5519.
and you can get you can come to the premiere, and there'll be a lot of famous people if there. If you're in the Los Angeles area, yeah, cool. We'll, we'll make sure we. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not at all. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I appreciate it. Oh yeah, no. And like, absolutely. if you guys could just click on it a lot. Sure, I totally. Yeah, do that. I'll click on it from work, so it'll be a different IP address. There you go. Just spoof, spoof spend a day. I, it looks really, really good. It looks really, and you've yeah. been involved. You've been involved with uh, with a couple web series that are just. Yeah, I saw actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, what just cracked me up today was um, just this morning. I saw the thing with you and uh, Laura Silverman, where <laughs> the final countdown. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's funny. So I, I would love to hear about the real life incident that inspired that. <laughs> oh my wife! The joke is that my wife. Everything is the t- is like a, a ten with my wife, like everything, and <laughs> and so she would just come to me with these problems that are so mundane and so stupid and so not important. And then every time she would, I would just sing the final countdown. It would be a choice. That's what it would be. That was the joke. Was like, it's like, oh my god, I need shoes. Uh, I've got to go to North. I don't know if I go to Nordstrom or if I should go to Saks. And then I just go. Don't do any more of that. I think we have to pay Europe. Uh, oh yeah, because <laughs> it's the final countdown. Yeah. And so then in this in this short, which you can see on YouTube or Funny or Die, is I actually have a CD player right. and I hit it, um, which you know would be great in life if you could do that. With MP3 technology, yeah. I think you can do it, man. I, I got it. Thought it was hilarious. Showed it to my wife. She's like, ah, that's, that's not funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah, that's the problem with my comedy. <laughs> half, half the population doesn't you, think it's funny. You've already, you've already yeah, bought yourself out of 50% of the market. Yeah, there's just like a little bit of hatred for the opposite <laughs> sex and all of it. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's, that's funny, though. <laughs> but that's—I mean—that's true. My wife did it last night. It's like it's all fucking. She has no clue. <laughs> we go to the movies. We're going to see the Social Network, and I'm like, starts at eight oh five. And I don't know. Do you guys like to be? Do you like like a five minute buffer? Oh, like I, before this show? Just yeah, doing anything. Like I love a little buffer. It like depends. it depends on what's going on. But yeah, oh, she yeah. likes to cut it close. And it drives me nuts. So it's like eight oh eight oh two. Movie starts at eight oh five. That's you gotta fun. At least, you got to at least be there before the trailer starts. Right. That's that's a given. If you want seats, that's a given. Yeah. Especially because it's a popular movie. It's not like this is some fifteen minutes of trailer. Going through the which is fine. So then, like, yeah, she gets there at like eight oh five. I'm like, all right, like, come on, let's go into that. I need something to eat. I'm like, all right. So then she goes into the farm and like <laughs> orders chili. And then she's like, but I also want popcorn. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, are you kidding me? And so then I'm in, like, a huge popcorn line. And then she shows up. She's like, you didn't get seats? I'm like, I'm getting fucking popcorn. (laughs) And then then she goes to get seats. And then, like, like, she's really good. She's really good at, like, keeping it. Do, doing well at her job or whatever, and like, but little things like finding seats, right? Or like, oh, it's, you might as well send a blind person. Yeah, I'm to totally, go do it. I'm totally like, uh, it's it's like a commando raid. It's like we're British commandos. We went, and it's like, I'll, I'll like, 
you get popcorn, you get seats, you know, I'll, yeah. like, stake this out, and we're done. I mean, I can get there in five minutes. I mean, I can get there five minutes before the movie starts because it's like we're repelling out of a helicopter. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'm in line. Oh, I love it. You know, I would love to be married to you. Or you get in line, you get the. You <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. I it's, love when I love thing. when people have a goddamn plan. Yeah, and it's like for a while there, I had one of those Indiglow watches. So it's like when you know, I just I sit, I get the seats, I wait. People would come with popcorn. I hit the Indiglow. I'm like, here I am. Right. Send the flare out. <laughs> send the flare out. Really right here. Absolutely, absolutely. No I love lie. it. No then, way. then she's the one. Then she's we're sitting. You know, we're sitting like this with our nets. Because we're in the, the goddamn row. first fucking row. That's a great movie. That's a great movie to see. A yeah. Talkie, a oh, talkie. I missed the first two minutes. <laughs> I am, I'm walking in the dark. The first frames of The Social Network are, are, are dark bar. I'm like tripping with popcorn. <laughs> and then and then she's embarrassing me because she's the person who's like, over here. Over here. Because like, I hate those people. Yeah. I hate someone that's talking. And you're just getting all these looks from people. Then I sit down. I have to climb over seats because I don't want to like make people get up. Sure, sure. Then the last thing I'll say is, she's the fucking smelly person with the smelly chili. Oh, she's God eating damn. the smelly chili. And yeah. I'm with that person. <laughs> that person I hate. <laughs> so you got to be sitting there the entire time mortified. Yeah. And, and like I said, it's not like it's a car crash explosion movie where sitting in the front row might be kind of awesome. Right. Right. Yeah. See, I can speak from the other side of this. Not so much about the smelly chili and stuff because I get that. that way. That's bad. Um, but, uh, in my marriage, I am definitely, my wife is definitely like the, the man with the plan and she, Uh, whereas I, well, I am good at my job and I can transcribe like I am a rapper and I can get this podcast on the air somehow every week. If it comes to like domestic things or just like, we have to go do this, we have to be there at this time. There just comes a point where I just tell my wife, like, you know, you already know you do this stuff better than I do. Don't ask me to do things because right. I, I don't know I'm going to do it wrong. Just you handle it because you're so good at all Don't bring stuff. along dead weight. Right, right, right. I always say that to my wife. I say, why don't you just fucking sit this one out? <laughs> and I'll... And she, no, I want to be together. I want to spend time together. You want to make this worse is what you're saying. <laughs> and I can go to the mall and, you know, find socks on my own. But you're not spending time. But we're not spending time together. Then at the end of the fucking movie, (laughs) I always lose the ticket because I am a little scattered. I always lose the ticket. At the Grove? Do you guys ever go to the Grove? Oh, yeah. I always lose the ticket. I put it in my wallet. I put it in a pocket. I put it in my sock. I don't know what to do. (laughs) And then she's just like, she's like, lost the ticket again, huh? Lost the ticket again. Like that. And I'm like, I was like, like, I lost a fucking ticket because I was running to get you popcorn and walking in it's the dark. Probably, it's probably st- it's probably stuck to the popcorn box, you know, like with butter, artificial it, butter or something. Is she, I found it. Did you, <laughs> and did you go, and did you like, like totally like in your face? Mmm, ticket, mmm. No, she, 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 she claimed that I blame all my problems on her. Which I did. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a pretty... She could back up that claim pretty well. What, what did your wife want you to do? She wants you to like, go look for furniture or something? It's... Uh, oh, actually, no. We did just move, and we have to kind of put the... You know, we moved from a very tiny, like, 500-square, one-room place to, to me, what's a palace now where we live. And It has a corridor. Yeah. You've seen it. I have. Gene. Um, we still need to, you know, furniture in those rooms now where we didn't have those rooms before. 
And she's kind of, like, looking to me, like, well, what do we do? When are we going to put this thing in? Or can we go get this furniture? And I'm like, you are the one who goes to the Ikea, picks stuff out, brings <laughs> right. it home. You'd be sitting in it with you, a... With a hibachi, like, <laughs> like in the middle of the floor, like, grilling, you know. Yeah, you, don't, you don't care, chicken. right? I don't care right, either. Right. I could care less. And she knows how to, like, build that stuff or where to put stuff, and I'm just, I'll, I'll set the DVR for whatever shows you want to watch. I know how to do that. I, I, I don't do much else. You I guys should get divorced. It doesn't sound like it's working. <laughs> I th- but here's how I hey, pay my way in. I do the dishes. I, th- <laughs> I throw the cat poop out. <laughs> Um, I do like the dirty jobs. Sure, take the trash out. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. She doesn't want to, you know, uh, tell, <laughs> tell the homeless person who pisses in our alley, you can't do that here, you know, that kind of stuff. So. I don't know. Picking out furniture is hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to do it. No. I, I remember when who we... would? I remember when we moved into our house. Designers. It's like a kitchen. It's like a... I never lived in a house before, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we're going to live in a house. Oh, awesome. And, uh... <laughs> And I remember, like, there was, like, a, just a plain kitchen that we walked in, and I was, and it was kind of, it's kind of old or whatever. Sure. And I walked in, because she, she saw the house, first. she's like, and I was like, I'm like, the kitchen is amazing. I'm like. Because it exists. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. And it was an old refrigerator, right, and it was right. an old dishwasher, and I was like, holy shit. And then I, like, went, there's a pantry? But it was old, like, very old. I was like, this fucking kitchen is so awesome. And she's like. Oh, no, no, we're tearing this down. She's like, this is, <laughs> this is gone. She's like, we're not going to live in this. But it's, it's like amazing. Yeah, and so yeah. it's just, you know, different Has degrees. She in, had she lived yeah. in houses before? And besides being a girl and wanting Yeah, to yeah. Out. I mean, she, you know, she yeah. wanted to, like, make yeah. the kitchen what she saw it to be, sure, sure. you know, right. and design it. Yeah, we have, I mean, we, we, we're in the middle of Your place doing, is great. It's, it's, it's a cozy little place. I like it. It's just, we need more room for the kids, but. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, you want to hear talking to a microphone? I think that I think this is the funniest the, part of your podcast. That, the banter, yeah. That's I think that's the first time. Uh, I think you should. I think you should here. keep that going. It's not the funniest part of your podcast, but I think, I think oh, you should definitely incorporate it that. May very well be. I, I, honestly, I think uh, property tax talk is probably a consistent <laughs> winner. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we make that a segment? We get a lot of calls. <laughs> get a lot of calls and emails about property tax. Speaking of podcasts, you've brought guys with feelings back. That's right. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, there was not enough podcasts out there. Yeah. And so I decided... Somebody has to step up. Yeah, you've been doing, but see, you've been doing Guys With Feelings for a long time. Yeah, we were doing it since 2006, and then yeah. I just stopped for a That's while. That's like since the ancient Greeks in podcast terms. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, it, you know, we just didn't... I was doing it for a while, and, you know, I was going about it all wrong in my mind about what it was. And I was like, oh, because I initially started doing it. I was listening to a lot of Stern, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this, and I'm going to, like, do it in that regard, you know? And then, but then it became like, oh, well, that's not going to, that's not really what I want to do. I don't want to be on the radio. So then it just became this, like, albatross, which was like, oh, if people <laughs> like it, it's a thing, and I have to keep doing it. And then I just stopped. And then I have to just have a new attitude with it now. I'm like, I'll just do it when I do it. And no, I think that's the way you need to. People... You know, have it fun, be in an outlet, yeah, and whatever. And and you know, it was great. We came back last week, and people got a good response, and we were back on the iTunes listings, which was good. And you know, so just keep doing it. You know, yeah, whatever. Well, that's the thing is, I mean, I, I have to say, and I think we talked about this a little bit before on the show. Uh, 
as soon as we started, actually, we pulled the trigger on this podcast. I got the feeling like every single person in America has their own podcast at this point. I well, mean, that's not true. I know it's not true, but it's not like, you know, especially all the people that I know, it's like all of a sudden, like, there were, and, and, and not just people, you know, not just, you know, schlubs on the street, like people I, I, I seriously, you know. You know, I admire some schlubs on the street, though, too. I do, too. Except for that dude that pisses in your alley. Yeah. But the, it just seems like there's, there's a glut of podcasts. Hence, hence that Don Draper. Yeah, thing. and I think that, and I think that everybody goes through it. Like I was listening to the Sklar's podcast the other day, yeah. and Jason said it was very good. They're very good at it. And oh, Jason, yeah. Jason said something which was really funny. He was like, "You know, we do the show for free, and we're not mad about that." Yeah. But you know, and it was a joke, but it was like it's really true. And I think what happens is you start to be like, "Oh, I'm just doing this." Well, and well, you hit a wall. This, this is. This, I mean, and I'm not getting, and I'm not getting money. Yeah, yeah. So what are you getting out of it? Well, this is the thing. Is is honestly, and that's really the the. the this is instead of in lieu of me driving around going to open mics and right. gas for free and spending money to do it. You know, it's like right. I'd rather spend a couple hundred bucks than I'd spend on gas in podcasting equipment and storage space. Right. If, you know, because where are you going to find an hour of stage time? You know, right. in this town that is five minutes away from your house. But it is so different. Oh, it's totally different. Oh, too. Yeah, absolutely a different vibe, but it certainly is. But I'll be totally honest with you, especially the open mics in this town. I would the, Hanging out and bullshitting with people is the best part of doing open mics in this town. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what we get to do. Admittedly, one person at a time. But it's that it's that kind of feeling, that same kind of like hey, we're just going to talk about whatever. And now you're going to record it instead. And, and we're going to record it, yeah, and have a good time. And hopefully people respond to that. And if they don't, I don't fucking care because right. I was going to be doing this BS in some other venue. Mm-hmm. I was going to be, you know, trying to get a show at UCB or trying to get an open mic or whatever. It's like, you know, so I'm doing the create. This is my creative outlet. Yeah, this is your thing. And and Brody and I, you know, just like. Like, we get to talk to people we think are funny and interesting yeah. and, and right. talk about interesting things. So, you know, do that once or twice a week and that's... How many good. times you do it a week? You do it once a week, twice well, we, a week? We've been pretty consistent once a week. That's I mean, good. we drop every week and sure. we've been very, you know, tried to be very... Yeah. When we had some time off... That's good. We wanted to get some stuff in the can, so we didn't miss it. You did. I, we, we didn't, we, didn't we, miss a week. We have not missed a week so That's far. That's good. We haven't missed a week so far. Um... We had to scramble for some weeks. But, but. <laughs> yeah, it was easier when I was working. Uh, there was a while I was working right down the road, and I'd just be able to walk over. Yeah. And then now and, you're like in. BFD. Yeah, I've been working. I'm 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 about to start my last week for BBC, um, uh, which is in Century City. Uh huh. And um, is that, is conveniently that, placed to Burbank. Is that where you log? Uh, right now, transcribe. Yeah, right now, I'm logging and transcribing, and uh, it's uh, it's been. I don't know. I walk into. I posted this on the website. I walk in our. Do you? Did you ever watch Doctor Who? My father used to watch Doctor Who, and he okay. used to scare the fuck out of me. Yeah, the, I, pro- the production values. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> can't believe they didn't put any money into the sets. <laughs> I mean, there's. I walk into the one, and then he would watch Benny Hill. Yeah, my grandfather. And I used to watch. Benny Hill. <laughs> Sorry, there's, like, there's That's a okay. Dalek. In the lobby, which is like the big crazy. What's a Dalek? It's robot. The robot the- Robots that want to kill everyone. Exterminate! Exterminate! Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of a neat thing to see. Is that the receptionist? Because uh, awesome, it would be awesome if that was a receptionist. I have my new character for D&D, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah? A Dalek. 
It's all there you go. Exterminate. There you go. Uh, yeah, but I think the whole podcasting thing is you have to come into it with a... I mean, obviously, this is not going to... Well, <laughs> of course, if it happens, we make a million dollars on this, but... We got a lot of good ideas out of it, like, for writing and stuff. Like, I wrote a couple scripts off of it, and... And so that... In that, in that respect, it, it works. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Have you guys looked into advertising or anything like that yet? No, not really. Word of mouth. Be awesome. Twitter. No, but I mean like getting people to advertise. Oh, on oh actually, thing. oh, you mean you mean uh, taking on sponsors? Um, no, nothing, nothing official. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how we would do. Just that. unofficial talks in smoking back rooms. Well, you've yeah, only been. No, you've no, only no, been no, no, I mean unofficial. Well, I mean things like <laughs> you know things like promoting you know like plugging your stuff. Right. I'm happy to plug your stuff. You know. I'm you've only been doing it since. Uh, August, so that's and not, I'm happy not to very be long. like plug like my buddy's cigars or whatever. It kind of gets in the way, like the ads or plugging. I know, I know, it's not fun to listen to, so I'm gonna try to keep it at a minimum on mine. But yeah. but then again, it's like oh, you have on to. your podcast, guys with feelings. Yeah, right. Which is available at yeah, iTunes. and I'm doing a show on November first, <laughs> and my web series drops November second. Yeah. Now I'm perfectly okay because I don't even. That's the funny thing about living in the the technological age is when I was a teenager and would go to the record store and buy Maximum Rock and Roll, turn to the back, there's the record reviews. Like, that's how I found out about a lot of bands. And you found out about shows based on flyers up at the record store. You go to the, the show in the, at the bowling alley, a cool band who's touring with the, the big headliner, you know. Well, when I say big headliner, again, it's a bowling alley, so, you know, right, 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 right. Square Garden. <laughs> cool band. Oh, I like these guys, too. And then you get turned on to their music, you know. Now, it's like you would think it would be easier to find out about stuff. But there's so much stuff out there. Yeah, oh, that's the interesting. You know? noise. It's, yeah. it, it's all online now. Um, and that's how you find out when shows are going on. That's how, you, whether it's music or comedy. But I think... It's like when I go to Blockbuster and there's so many choices. <laughs> yes. Do I get the blind side? Or do I get... <laughs> what's some other horrible... I was at Blockbuster the other day. It was a fucking ghost town. Yeah. Every... Yeah. It was so hilarious. I just hadn't been to one in a while. Yeah. So I walked in and I was like, I wanted to get this movie. I don't know what it was. And and they, I go up to get the movie and they're like, oh, you owe us $39. And I was like, really? <laughs> really? You're going to fucking... <laughs> I thought you don't have late fees anymore. And they're like, no, no, we put them back in. I'm like, when did you put them? I haven't been here in three years. You're really going to charge me? I, t- I turn around and I go, there's nobody fucking in here. There's nobody here. You have a bunch of movies just sitting here. I'm going to rent these two movies and give you $12. I'm like, you're going to... I'm not going to give you 40 however. <laughs> oh, no, I paid him. I had to. Oh, you paid, you paid Yeah, it's like, well, put on your credit report. No, they can't. Under $50. They were bullshitting you, dude. They'll never appear on your credit report. How about this from a dude who worked at a collection agency? <laughs> Is everybody who serves popcorn at the Grove like really weird? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm trying to remember if I've ever stood. See, I'm more popcorn. familiar with the East Side equivalent, which is the Americana. If everybody who serves popcorn at the Americana really weird, <laughs> because people every time somebody serves me popcorn, I'm like, what is going on with you and your face? And who are what? I mean, last night. What are they doing? Oh my god, it's like a gargoyle serving. <laughs> would you would you like would you like 
Would you like that? Would you like to make that a medium for a dollar twenty more? Like, ugh. They're in a work release program of some sort, I think. No, they're all teenagers too, but they're yeah. fucked up looking. I don't know, man. I know. I, Just I that job, people. particularly. I'm not saying people work. I go to McDonald's sometimes. Right. People, yeah. they look fine. I, I've noticed popcorn I've noticed people. An, an uptick of just strange ass looking people. I was driving to work the other day, <laughs> and you know how like you know how like you're driving and somebody passes you and going the other way, and you get like that that like couple frames snapshot of the person driving the opposite right. direction of you. I swear to God, this dude's head was like the size of a beach ball. Like a baseball. Like he was driving, he was driving just like right. a little Jeep Cherokee or something. He was just tootling along, but his head was enormous. Maybe he had like, gigantism it, or something. Maybe, but like Jack in the Box head. Wow. Like a big, round beach ball. I mean, if he'd had a Jack in the Box head on, it would not be weirder. You know, Jack in the Box <laughs> Jack is kind of like Don Draper, isn't he? They wear a suit. Oh, yeah, that's what he based the character on. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. I think so. Holy crap. I'm trying to think. No, Jack in the Box is nothing like Don Draper. Jack well, in the Box the guy. I think the cadence and delivery. No, Jack in the Box guy is very um, even keeled and happy to be there. That's true. Well, that's what he shows in the commercials. <laughs> like Don that's Draper. what he shows in the commercials. Maybe maybe when he goes home, he's like womanizing and you never know. Oh, yeah, you never yeah. See what he does. I was just talking about his vice. He was a lot like Don Draper. Strawberry shortcake, <laughs> dude. I think, I, I think strawberry shortcake is a little more like Joan. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I think I, Joan probably smells like strawberry shortcake. Probably. You're gonna get these burgers and you're gonna Joan eat probably, them. What does Joan smell like? <laughs> you're gonna like them. Jean Nate, Chanel number no. five. What do you think? Mm, I know nothing. Is Jean Nate around? The, what do you think? say? Jean, Jean Nate, the per- perfume. Is <laughs> Joan <laughs> like the perfume Jean Nate? No, this is America. Like? Speak English, Jean. What does she smell like? It's what does she yet. smell like? This, that's real. That's some real D and D shit right there. <laughs> what does this character on TV smell like, and how can I jack off to it? But later? I have to say, I have to say, Jones too. I think Jones like too, like way. Do they pad beyond. her? I don't think so. I think that's. I her. think they pad her. I can't imagine. I think that's all real no woman. I think that's yeah. No woman who lives in LA is walking around like that. I'm saying. I think it's well, true. The, nobody she actually, they she fucking J- pat Jason, her. nobody actually walks around in L.A., yeah. as you know. <laughs> from the song. I guess I can find that out. Only a nobody walks in L.A., and she's not a nobody. Uh, they bust it, though. I, well, I've been busting it. She's too, like, I think she's just too outrageous to have masturbatory fantasies about. It's just, it would be too cliche. It would be horrifying. I mean, like, how would you... It's too sexy for you? Yeah, it's just like, no, I can't do it. But I mean, it's like you said when you, I mean you had this kind of idealized image of Busy Phillips. In sure, head, sure. And, you're and like, ah, oh, she's so hot. And you like, Mary's like, okay, she's cool. She's like a normal person. Right, and, right. And I think it'd be the same if. Uh, hey, Jesse James cheated on Sandra Bullock. Right, but he's like a Nazi. <laughs> he's also a dirtbag. <laughs> yeah, a Nazi and stuff. Um, <laughs> that you know, like when she shows up with her, like it, her like her meals for the day, like you know when people, what do they call that thing? Like oh, oh prepackaged. Like prepackaged. You're like. You're like, oh, I guess it's, it's different. <laughs> I guess it's not, not what I thought. <laughs> See, we have to separate, though, in our heads, um, Christina Hendricks, who's like... Yes. Cool girl is in music videos. She's married to... Um, Some dude. The guy from uh, the Broken Lizard movie. Um, he's the guy who eats all the marijuana. The Super Troopers. 
And he's been in a bunch of stuff. I, mean, I don't know. Oh, Chandrakar, really? the, the the Jay, the guy, no, the director. No, 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 he, no, no, no. he was an he was an actor in it. He was I like, don't know those guys. Like one scene. He's uh, not in Broken Lizard, but he was in one of the Broken Lizard uh, movies. Uh, the, the guy that has to eat eats, he eats all, all the, the the dope and mushrooms. Um, yeah, and and he's like, uh, you know, uh, he's been in a bunch of. What's stuff. he like? What can, that was that was that was spot on, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking this up because I'm. Anyway, an actress has been in indie movies, blah, 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 from Joan Holloway, which, yes, is definitely bigger than life. Right. And, but, you know, even and you're on talking sh- about her boobies. No, but even on the show, they've shown, you know, she had that image for a while, but now it's, you know, spoiler, if you haven't watched the fourth season or third season of Mad Men, it's later Don't in the Draper's 60s. gay. Yes. Um, <laughs> Joan, you know, she, she has a really shitty home life. Like, well, she kind of got raped by her, her husband. That's what I'm saying. She got raped? Spoiler alert. I don't remember her being raped. Yeah, really shitty home life. <clears throat> she, she's not even respected. Brody's getting so emotional talking about... <laughs> I do. When I talk about Joan Holloway... Talking about Joan... You identify with this character. I do. I do. I see. Um, so, yeah. He played college boy number three, Jeffrey Aaron. Jeffrey Aaron. Is he played name. college boy number three. What's his name? Jeffrey Aaron. Jeffrey Aaron is his name. Oh. She married an Aaron boy. <laughs> that was my scented commenter. You you encounter you encounter a musical group, and they call themselves Sleep. Oh. And you notice that they have with them a dragonaut. What do you do, Brody? Um. Well, I would probably. Go back in time to 1992 or 1993 if this is, if we're in the USA. Are we in Europe? No. Okay, if we're in the USA. Then You're in a fantastic world of my own devising. Okay. Well, either way, it would be, uh, I would use my earache record spell and pull out my uh, copy of Sleep's Holy Mountain, the second album of Sleep, and I would um, help uh, define the burgeoning stoner rock movement. You have to smoke seven bong loads in order to listen to that song, Brody. I can do that right now. Don't do drugs, kids. Jason, you've had some uh, some roles on some on some good 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 shows there. I've seen. I yes. saw that you were the long hair on House MD. I shot a scene with James Earl Jones. Really? Who the so didn't want to be there? <laughs> I'm phoning it in. <laughs> he he was in his makeup chair and I was like, he just he's like he was so over it. He was like, oh, he's like he's like all right, I'll go. And I said hello to him. And so basically, I come out of a uh, I come out of a van. This van rolls up. I'm in the back of a van, and it, like, hurt every time. Then I slide open it, and then I serve him papers. Yeah. And uh, oh, right, he's, he's, like, an he's African playing, dignitary. Yeah, he's playing, he playing a former You saw dictator. this? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did. What's Please. that show about, House? House? Are you <laughs> fucking with me? You're fucking with me. These shows... I, 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 I seriously... What is it about? He... He's a, he's on drugs and he's a doctor. House no house is house is a thinly is a medical drama that's a thinly veiled retelling of the Sherlock Holmes stories. Okay. House home. 
Holmes house. Ah. His buddy James Wilson, James Watson, he solves medical mysteries. And he's basically, well, at least he was in the early season. Was Sherlock Holmes on drugs too? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That's the whole the that's seven, part of the book. 7% solution is, oh. is uh, implies the, the injectable co- version of cocaine. Um, yeah. Basically, I didn't know that. Basically, Holmes was a drug addict. I mean, he basically, he did coke to keep himself, you know, jazzy and... The ideas are flowing, and uh, he gave liquid coke. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. injectable, injectable coke. But uh, uh, a tincture of, of cocaine, I would imagine, it would be. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that's really what so it that's is. the idea. But you know what? Honestly, it's really not about the it's not about the medical mysteries for me. It's about the fact that Hugh Laurie is a pretty badass actor and a hell of a funny guy. Yeah, because uh, I've loved his work from you know when he was doing Blackadder and a bit of Fry and Laurie and. He's on a Young Ones episode. He was on an episode of The Young Ones. Yeah. Oh, I used to love The Young Lord, Ones. Lord, was he Lord Snot? I can't remember who was Lord Snot. I think maybe that was Stephen Fry was Lord Snot. I did tell you about my funny experience really quick. I was like in Whole Foods getting pizza. And like, they're like there's a dude with a Young Ones t-shirt. I'm like, that's a really awesome ah, t-shirt. Did you kick him? All no. Vivian style? I go up to get the pizza and he walks up. And he's getting his pizza too. And I look at the shirt and I look up. It's Chris Hardwick. Oh, was that what that? <laughs> yeah, that explains a lot. That's how I. I saw that you said that you saw Hardwick. Yeah, the whole yeah. So you see someone in a Young Ones T-shirt. You don't look at their face because you're so taken by the fact that exactly. someone has a Young Ones T-shirt at all. Yeah, and, it's t- and you just you just walk up to the shirt. You're like, it's oh t- my god, <laughs> I love your. Hey, Chris. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Is that what happened? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. What was he buying? Some pizza. I didn't see what was on. Was it nerdy pizza? Ah. I don't know. What were you buying? Vegan pizza. Nerdy pizza. And Chris, and <laughs> Hippie pizza. Vegan, vegan pizza, is that made with vegan cheese? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right now you can go to... Cruelty-free tomatoes. <laughs> I make pizzas at my house. Oh, do you? Yeah, I get the dough at Trader Joe's. The, the Trader yes, Joe's we've done that awesome. too. Yes. It's really good. You know what's really good? What? Tor- uh, flour tortilla pizzas. Flour oh, wow. to Oh, so you just put yeah, tortilla? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 so it's really thin. Yeah. That is good. It's kind of badass. Have you guys seen the Fearless Flyer, the Trader Joe's mm-hmm. Fearless yeah, Flyer? Yeah. What's going on in there? That's a bunch of fucking crazy <laughs> shit. I, I don't need 400 words on pomegranates. I think, <laughs> you know I, what I mean? I, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think the dudes sitting in the corporate offices are like frustrated writers and graphic designers, and they just want to like... Who reads the Fearless Flyer? There's not even coupons in oh, there. I think people read that. Nobody reads the Fearless <laughs> Flyer. I've read it, so that means somebody has to have. Some you people, read it once. You, I who reads people, it more than once? Yeah, there are Subaru driving people who read that shit. Many try. Driving the Subaru and reading and at the same like, time? They're like, oh, this is clever. <laughs> like, oh, beef cannoli. <laughs> it's like they're talking about where they source their walnuts. <laughs> like, oh, but they're doing it in a clever way with a little Victorian woodcut. There's an time. article on tea tree oil. That's right. There's so many choices. <laughs> Can't wait. Oil, but... Trader Joe's has managed to find something that's inexpensive and awesome. Have you been to the rock and roll of Trader Joe's on Sunset Boulevard? Um, I'm trying I, to remember. They, they, they put, they put, it's, well, yeah, they're trying to be rock and roll Trader Joe's. There's albums right. all over and a lot of failed musicians working there. Well, that's every Trader Joe's. Right. <laughs> I think, that's pretty I, think much. I have stopped in there once. What about the, do you guys ever go to the snack bar? There's always ladies gossiping there at the snack, uh, yes, at the sample right, bar. It's so right. funny. It's, it's, uh, I love yeah. it. There's always stout Armenian uh, women and men at the sample bar here in the uh, Trader Joe's we go to. Yeah, on the see, Glendale I, border. The the convenient location for me is the Glendale one, yeah. so it's definitely um, yeah, a mixture of folks. But yeah, you're right. Every Trader Joe's at that sample bar. 
There's. Do they have the uh, looking for the at the, the location? I get the monkey. Yes, the bongo. The Milo. What's that? Milo the monkey. Oh, see, at my location is Bongo the monkey. Which one do you go to? The Glendale one. Same thing. Two dollar wine on. is not a good thing. <laughs> oh, it's great for cooking. <laughs> okay, maybe for cooking. No, it's <laughs> two buck chuck is all I cook with, and it's awesome. I've drank. I, I've had oh. my my mother in law is like two buck chuck. I love it, and then yeah. you get it, and you're like, yeah. I don't know if I need to be drinking. <laughs> ah, you got a bottle. This is this is two dollars. I like to cook. What do you uh, what do you cook with it? What do you put it on? Like chicken. Uh, that one, no, you use the you use the, the, the white the light colored. It's not even like. Well, a, seriously, what what would you do with this? With this red uh, wine, Charles Schaub. We got a Cabernet Sauvignon here. You could do here. beef bourguignon with that. You could do. Oh, on beef. You, know, you could uh, any kind of stews or braises. Just a splash. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on what you're doing. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. I, I use it for wine reductions. Uh, anything that needs to taste like wine, but that I don't want to spend money on. It's awesome. Are you a foodie? Yeah, I'm a yeah cook. I think he's a foodie. I, I'm a cook. I consider he myself a cook. Stuff. I don't. I don't consider myself a foodie because I think, first off, I hate the word foodie. It's horrible. But I know how to cook, and I'm not afraid to do the kitchen. So, and and I do. I do cook a lot. So, I um. So you, there, so you know what I hate? Food. I hate. Pic- I hate when people take pictures of their food on the internet. Uh oh. I've done that a couple. I times. can't. It doesn't. It never looks good. Well, there's a and it's just like the lighting is weird. It just looks. Like, oh, it looks, yeah. always looks like it vomit. Depends. It always yeah. looks, it looks like, like vomit. vomit. The worst part is when restaurants, like fast food places, take pictures of their food, and it's obvious they don't have a food stylist or anything. And it's just, it really does. It's off-putting. Right. It's the most off-putting. I, I've, there's a thread on a special about food, and I have posted a picture of this stuff. And are you guys on a special thing? Oh yeah, yeah. That's how we. Met. What's your handle? That's just my initials, BFH. BFH and you're Gene George, obviously, which always sounds like a made-up name to me. I don't know why. <laughs> Absolutely not. Huh? Absolutely not. No, no, no. And yeah. I know it's not, but it's like you know, it sounds like um, it sounds like a hero from like the fifties, like like a TV show, like yeah. Gene George, private investigator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are my stories. I'm Gene George, private investigator. It's like I, I think it's like it's like a hero from the transitional period between radio and television. And how? Like, like there was a really popular radio show. But then TV right. show, it didn't work out so well. Right. And, like, I'm doing supermarket openings in, like, 1957. Right. <laughs> but I've got big prospects, I think, as I smoke <laughs> my Pall Mall and drink my pieball. Do you guys go on there a lot? Uh, not as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Between this and the baby and things like that. I used to post all the time. Well, yeah, I don't know how many thousand posts I have on there. But, um, and when I was first starting doing comedy in L.A., I... I I did. I was on there a lot, and then not so much. I don't have a lot of patience for. I've, I probably have like twenty or thirty threads that I monitor for people post to, mm-hmm. and and if something's interesting, I, I tend to just read the digest. But I like interacting with people, and I like talking about. I mean, there's like television show yeah. threads. We get to talk about TV shows. Think not about a lot of comedy. I, I don't discuss a lot of comedy on AST anymore. Yeah, because people get kind of bent out of shape. About uh, about their point of view about comedy. Kind of with, uh-huh. the, with the rise of Twitter too, um, a lot of the people that I like from AST are on Twitter, and we interact that way. Uh huh. You know, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, I, I have a hard time with any kind of message board because you don't know who the fuck you're talking to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, so you're like, am I arguing with an eight year old right now? Like I don't know. Right. And so yes, I, you are. I, <laughs> the answer is always yeah. yeah always yeah. So yeah, so uh, you, get, you get the intellectual giants if you're arguing with an eight year old. Yeah, yeah, right. So I, I, but one thing I thought would be fun to do is try to like, um, 
just reach out to people who are trying to get into comedy. Yeah. You know, I think that would be I would find that satisfying, which I haven't done yet. Well, there's a couple of there's a couple of uh, there's a whole sub forum. There's like a whole sub forum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's that sort of changed because when when I first started posting to AST, it was very much fans about talking about comedy, and then. I don't know, maybe like a year or two ago, it, it really shifted it to like, I want to get into comedy and do this, and you know, how do I do that? And I, I think part of the problem is is a lot of them, like anything else, is it really comes down to is are you driven? And if you are, you'll just do it. Right. And, and, it, and it's so really hard, very hard to get that across to people, you know. One thing that makes me kind of crazy is like someone will say, hey, I did these jokes, and they'll, they'll post them, which yeah. I think is great. Sure. But then, like, People will start giving them advice, and then I'm reading the advice, and I'm like, don't fucking listen to this person. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> you know, like, this is terrible. This is going to ruin you. Right, right. You know, like... The, At best, it's misleading. And and, and and even the person giving the advice, it's not their fault, but they didn't... You haven't really heard the joke. You've just seen the joke written. Right. Maybe the way the guy delivers yeah. it, it's okay. Um, no, there's so many... And that's the thing is... It's and so also, many- who's giving you the advice? It's Pat Oswald's giving you the advice. Okay, listen. Yeah, right, but right, you know right, what I mean. Right. But if someone who lives in Idaho, you know, like, hey, I don't know who this guy is. Or they go to, or they go to, you know, you know, Chuckle McLaughs, which is a totally different place than if you're doing shows at UCP or you know wherever Silver Lake Lounge. Even it's like, it, it's it's what kind of comic are you? I mean, most of the people on AST, I would say, are closer to my tastes than not my tastes in comedy. Right, but. You know, it's a completely different. We, we talked about this on the show a couple of weeks ago with my buddy Meredith was on. They just opened that new comedy club in on Magnolia at Slappers, and I'm I'm afraid of it because it's a club thing, and it's like, right. am I going to get up there and do my deeply personal anecdote yeah, one liners like, or whatever? Since we've had that conversation, though, I mean, Jimmy Dore just hosted a show there with like Mark Maron, right? And a bunch so of it's obvious. Guests, so. It's obvious that there's there's a place for. I'm more, supposed to do that place in November. Yeah. Okay. But I know how it is because I'm really I am kind of frightened. I haven't of been it. yet. I am, I'm kind of frightened of it. I heard it's pretty good, actually. I heard it's a lot of just like local Burbank people who are really cool. I haven't heard bad things about it's it. It's older too. Oh, good. That's not, that's much older. That's not no oh, much older, like sixties, like yeah. I don't understand the what well, is the Justin Bieber. <laughs> Doing a lot of you got a Bieber chunk you've been doing. I, yeah, I, I, I probably have about twenty five solid minutes of Bieber. Yeah, yeah I, I've had, I've got like forty. I got forty Bieber, forty minutes. Yeah, that's my whole good. special is gonna be that's like Bieber. Probably your hour. You're gonna do an hour for HBO, and it's gonna be like, yeah, oh. probably do well. But with a certain demographic, I think you'd be. <laughs> you can find us on the internet at shakytownradio.com. You can Twitter us at at shakytownradio. You can like us on Facebook at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shakytownradio. Send us an email at shakytownradio at gmail.com or call us on the Shakytown Radio hotline at 626-66-SHAKE. That's 667-4253. That's the same number. Jason Nash. We can find you on jasonnash.net. And that's spelled like it sounds. Yes, and, and adam.com. I have a couple web series. I have uh, The Shaman, and, and then this new one is coming out November 2nd. Jason Nash is married. Uh, people can follow you on Twitter at Jason23Nash. That's the number 23 in Please. the middle of his name. Please. Um, what are the other 22 Nashes like? Have you looked at any other stuff? 23 has always been my favorite number since I was young. I'm, I bo- I'm bored on the 23rd. I assume that you had to like, murder. God damn it. He someone to murder took Jason Nash. I was like, fuck. Jason Nash. Jason Nash. Right. Power. Jason Nash. What? <laughs> <laughs>
She's in this chair. Guys of Feelings is uh, back up after a year hiatus. Yeah, we'll have Howard Kramer on next week. At, at, uh, on iTunes or guyswithfeelings.com. And uh, the, the web series is Jason Nash is Married, yep. dropping on November 2nd on Adam.com. Star-studded, Busy Phillips, Andy Daly, um, uh, Joe Latrulia, who else? Lots of, lots of folks. Yeah, Paul Rust. How many of you have in, uh, in the camera? There's nine. Nine. Is that the full run? That's it. Awesome. Are you doing any uh, live appearances? But there'll be more if, it's, if it's popular, right? If, if you guys go and click on it, yeah, everyone there will should be do this. more. Everyone should do this. It, it, look at the trailer. And on YouTube. Get, get your anticipation going because it, it looks really, really good. It looks really, Thank you. really funny. Yeah. And, 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 uh, I'm not saying that in a – And come to the premiere on November 1st if you want cool. at the Comedy Central stage. It's and, free. Any other places you're going up in November or December? I'll be at Flappers in November. There you go. I guess. Keep an eye out for that. Thank you very much. This All right, guys. Really thank fun. you. It was really Thanks fun. Would you like a complimentary bottle of $2 Charles? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll let you have it for your beef bourguignon. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, geez, this is, uh, it's been a pleasure. Um, uh, you guys are awesome. This is a great show. I, I, I like your, uh, I think you're doing a good thing. Your, your place is nice. Your wife's nice. Um, however opinionated she might be about marriage. You guys venues. have a good, you guys have a good, uh, good back and forth too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're, she you're, never you're, laughs at my jokes. It's my secret shame. You're, you 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 keep it steering. Oh, my wife. I thought you were Brody. Brody keeps it steering, and you you're you're, you're the one like screaming in the Brody passenger cares. seat. Brody cares. Brody, cares. which is good. Yeah, it's I, a good I'm dynamic. Like, Whatever, dude. I'm here. In my you're house. you're like yelling at people with fat heads, driving by, and Brody, Brody's sort of. I'm kind of like, driving the car. I'm like kind of like the Pete Campbell to your. Okay, uh, you're Don Draper. <laughs> yeah. That, that explains why when you find out my deepest, darkest secrets, you're just kind of pissy about it. <laughs> um, yeah. Brody, you will put the podcast up and you will do it now. <laughs> That's right. Don't talk to me about the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'll be in my office. Um, yeah, well, thanks a lot. Uh, uh, it has been great to have you on. Thanks, uh, guys. It's a pleasure. We're really looking forward to your web series. Um, and uh, that's pretty much it. Until uh, the next time on Shaky Town Radio, I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. I'm Gene George. Your life will be better if you give us an hour and mumble mumble of your time. Subscribe. Review. Enjoy. Goodbye. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you.